0: Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain.
1: How's it going, everybody? Broncos in town, and fans don't know how to feel about it. There are mixed emotions about the former BYU head coach leading his new Who's onto the field at Lavelle Edwards Stadium later tonight. While we're trying to sort out our feelings, former BYU All-American soccer player and wife of Virginia's quarterback coach Jamie Beck will join me to talk about how Bronco and his staff and their families are feeling about rolling back into Provo after six years with the Hoos. But first, let's get the perspective of the man who named his dog the same name as my eldest son, Ben Bagley. Hi, Ben.
0: Funny story there, Lauren. How are you? Uh, I'm my, good. When, Thank you? When we got the dog, when we got Cash, uh, my brother was expecting at the same time and gave birth to my nephew a week later, and they were going to name him Cash. I didn't know this, <laughs> um, but once I named my dog Cash, they had to settle for Nixon. And so to this day, my nephew is not Nixon in my vocabulary. He is almost Cash.
1: <laughs> What's up, Almost Cash? And to, and to your credit, you actually named your dog Cash before my son was born. Um, isn't that right? Yeah, I think it was. I think you had your dog. Yeah, Cash is four years old, so yeah. Well, I just, uh, dog or not, I couldn't pass up the name. It was a good That's one. Good all right, Ben, everyone's been talking about it all week long. What will it be like to have Bronco Menenhall, who helped mold the program for a decade before deciding to leave? He's coming back to Provo, head coach of Virginia, and BYU's latest foe. Listen, I have my own thoughts on the situation, but I want to hear, Ben, What's been the buzz around BYU about Bronco coming into town?
0: Wait, who's coming to town? <laughs> Come on, that was good. That uh, was good. No, you know are
1: Coach Bronco Minho. Yeah, go
0: ahead. No, no the who's the? Yeah, sorry. Oh,
1: ah, oh. If you
0: got to explain jokes, they're not funny, Lauren. Come on, stay with well, me. Well,
1: and they're dad jokes; they're never
0: funny. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, I am a dad, so I qualify that. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's it's interesting,
1: and and I'm shocked
0: that there's mixed emotions here. But then, I, then when you think about it, not really, because Bronco, even when he was here, was kind of a polarizing figure. Either you loved him or hate him. You couldn't argue with the fact that he was productive on the field, but Bronco, someone put it someone put it really well on Twitter the other day on BYU Sports Nation and said something to the effect, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, hey, I'm gonna stand and cheer, blah, blah, blah. Hope BYU beats him. And even if he was socially awkward. Because <laughs> Bronco was socially awkward, especially to the media. I don't I don't think he was No, he was socially awkward period, but he kind of had an interesting relationship with the media and the media is a gateway to what fans see about you and kind of read into you. So that that relationship extended to the fan base and and he he was productive on the field. His players loved him. He did a great he did a great just built a great foundation independence for BYU um, coming out of the Mountain West Conference. But then he decides to leave, and you know what? Once you once you leave BYU, it's like, oh, no, they're not one of us. He's still one of you. He's did a lot for this program. All those guys love BYU. They just want to beat him this week, and that's okay.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think you're absolutely right. Bronco was an interesting fella, and fans like to say that only wins matter, but they really did care about his personality and what he kind of presented to the public, and he just wasn't – he's just kind of more of an introverted <laughs> – guy. And I think purposefully, and Kalani's a phenomenal coach, but I think that's one of the biggest reasons they picked Kalani is because he's extroverted. He's really good with people. And I think people were a little bit sick of that with Bronco Mendenhall, but you cannot deny how good he was on the field. And and to me, Ben, it feels like when an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend is going to a party or function that you're going to be at, you have to pretend like you don't care. Right? (laughs) You have to pretend like they never meant anything to you. No, I've never looked up your
0: Facebook profile. (laughs)
1: deep down you want to blow their socks off when you see them you really do i think you gotta go on a diet right you gotta go on a diet for a couple (laughs) weeks you gotta color your hair your makeup is perfect you're wearing the perfect outfit and then when you finally run into him them you're like Oh, I didn't see you there. I hope all is well with your new girlfriend. And even if you're happy as can be with your new boy, A.K.A. Kalani, right? Yeah. You still want your ex to be jealous, and I think this is how BYU fans feel. They just want Bronco to remember what he lost and feel like he's missing out, whether he'll actually feel that way or not. What do you think?
0: He's not missing out on anything, and, and here I'm gonna tell you why. Number one, just to, just kind of the introvert extrovert comment. I don't know that Kalani's an extrovert. I think that 90 percent of college football coaches and coaches in general would rather just not talk to the media and, yeah. and do their thing on field coaching and uh, and being a, a mentor to these, these young men and young women in sports. But media is part of the gig. And unfortunately, we're kind of pains and butts sometimes and a necessary evil. And some some just know how to handle that better than others. Um, Kalani's really good at it, although he he is, I mean, he is kind of elusive in answering his questions. And and, and that's yeah. just the way it is. I, I get it. I understand that a hundred percent. Um, but as far as that whole the, that scenario, that that analogy you painted is absolutely perfect. But Bronco's not missing out on anything because you know what? He left here for I know this is gonna hurt BYU what you fans. A better job at the time. Uh, and I said a qualifier at the time because as BYU gets mm-hmm. to the Big 12, I'm not sure Virginia is a better job. But BYU wasn't in the Big 12. And he would pushed hard, hard, almost too hard to the point where he was told stop to get BYU to a Power 5 conference when he was here. He wanted it to happen then. It didn't happen, and he got an opportunity to go to a Power 5 conference, to get paid Power 5 money, to have the Power 5 support and assets that were there available to him, and he jumped at it, and he should have. And I get it that, that, hey, it's BYU, and you should stay here until we fire you or you, you decide to retire, uh. but, but th- that's not what happens in the real world, and Bronco had done his time here, and I think he realized that it was at the point where he was going to either – it's going to be diminishing returns – because he'd kind of gone as far as he could with BYU or it was going to go south and instead of that he got out ahead of it got a better job got paid more money got his staff more money which is an important thing amongst college football coaches getting your staff paid and he went to an institution that was able to do that and so good for him and that and and, and thank you bronco thank you for what you did mm-hmm. for BYU
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're going to co- try to kick your butt on saturday but thank you thank you for what you did to BYU for BYU
1: Absolutely. And I really do hope that fans realize everything that he did for the program. He really did. I mean, sort of similar to what he did in Virginia. He kind of turned around BYU's program and he established this sort of of military-like mindset um, among the team one of the best defensives in the country uh, that got BYU recognized. And I think he just did a, a really, really phenomenal job. I think he's a great coach, and he really is a wonderful human being. I love that he was loyal to his staff, like you said, that was at BYU to get them some more money and and move them up in the ranks a little bit as well. And I think somebody who really does understand the college football landscape cannot blame Bronco for taking off as much as it hurts. Some people were glad. I don't know why, because he really was a great coach, but uh, I think if you really do understand it, you can't be upset. And, and honestly for fans, I think after this game is finished, whether it's a win or loss, buu fans are going to move on quickly. I, I think the more important impact is that Virginia is a power five program and a win would look great on their record. And the fact that it's against Bronco is just kind of a bonus. I don't think people will think about it much after it's over. Ben, what do you think is the impact of this of the actual game itself
0: i think you you hit it pretty close uh to, to the head of the nail but I, I think that if byu loses there might be some hurt feelings and <laughs> people might like bronco <laughs> a little bit less but that's yeah. that's any coach that comes in and beats byu um right i, I just think it's frankly I, I, bronco said it well as like and, and this is like BYU fans getting angry again when they hear his press conference on monday where he really downplayed the fact that it's byu and the relation, like he's like, I don't want to deal with the relation. He didn't say in these words, but he's like, it's like the relationships and the whole pregame shaking hands and, oh, hey, how's it going? And coming back to campus and, like, he's not going to do these things, but if you take that route of, this is my old office, and when I was here we had this, and, oh, this is new. Let's go look at the new building, blah, blah, blah. That is such a distraction to what the goal for his team is, and that's what he said. He goes, those relationships were going to come in, We'll probably do a few hugs and handshakes pregame, but then our goal is to beat BYU. And then after the game, we'll leave and we'll go home. Because right now his job's what's best for UVA and Virginia. It's not reminiscing and, and, and... rekindling the relationships with Tom Homo and and uh, other people who may or may be here or might be hanging around and seeing his old players and stuff like that if he if he spends too much time doing that he's doing a disservice to his team and that's kind of what he was trying to get across in the money press conference and BYU fans I think some BYU fans heard that like oh he never liked it here that's not true that's not true he's got a job to do and when you got a job to do that you're getting paid to do one thing get it done
1: Ben I asked fans on Twitter which type of win means the most to them. A win against a P five program for the prestige and strength of schedule, a win against an in state rival like Utah or Utah State, so bragging rights for the rest of the year, or a win against the former coach, uh kind of for the reason I talked about earlier to make them feel like they're missing out on something better than what they left us for. And sixty one percent of fans said, Can you guess? What what do you think your guess is, Ben?
0: Uh win, a, a win against rivals
1: exactly yeah 61 percent said in-state rival over a yeah. p5 win that i mean oh yeah given utah like utah is kind of the whole package deal Are, are they, they play in
0: the pac-12 we've seen what they did this year <laughs>
1: that's true yeah do we even oh, count there's the, the well shot there are. it is <laughs> but really utah is, is kind of the package deal kyle whittingham former bYU player and he i believe he was a oh, he checks a, all
0: three boxes he That's does, Nice. He? Right. Wasn't Good job. He? A Good coach job by Kyle in Utah,
1: eighty-five to eighty-six. He was a a graduate assistant, yeah. I believe, for BYU. So technically, he was a coach, P-five and in-state. So, but I, I think even Utah State means more to a lot of BYU fans than than a power-five win. Thirty-eight percent said power-five win, and just one percent said a win against a former coach. So I I can't say that I'm surprised by the results, but. Man, people are so, so passionate about beating Utah. <laughs> it does, this is a shock? It really shock? does make or break a season. This no, is a it, shock it, to you? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just it really does make or break a season for some fans. So it seems like Bronco coming into town is just a fun storyline that really doesn't mean a terrible amount to fans. What do you think?
0: Uh, I think it means something to them in the moment, a um, uh, game week. But once you once you juxtapose it and compare it to Utah, it, it, it pales in comparison. To, to what fans right. think, in, in my opinion, I, I I'm not a fan, so I, I can't speak to that. But I mean, you know, I love when I play the "I'm not a fan" card. Uh, but but like, <laughs> I just think, that in in my experience, everything pels in comparison to when you talk about Utah week. It just does. It just it's the way that, that fans are hardwired.
1: Ben, I want to know what you, as not a fan, as you always point out, which I love. Yeah. Think what, what do you really think about? How, or how do you feel about Bronco coming into Provo? How do you feel about it?
0: Great. I was sad sad that when he he first got the job, he looked at the series and says, we're never going to play this game. I'm happy that he's playing this game because he didn't have a choice. And if it was up to him, he still wouldn't play this game. But he's being forced to, which is awesome. And it makes a great story. And I'm doing the radio pregame show right here on BYU Radio, talking to Riley Nelson, former player for Bronco. Bronco still is a big part of his life. That's going to be a big part of the show. So, Spoiler alert, if you tune into the pregame show on Saturday, you will hear a lot of us talking about Bronco coming back to Provo.
1: <laughs> and I love it. And I think it's just going to be so much fun. And that's saying something the fact that he wanted this game to be canceled. He did not want to play it. There I mean there's some and it's emotion. It's not cuz he's scared.
0: Don't don't say that people. It's not cuz he's scared. It's just it's it's awkward. I get it.
1: No, it is awkward. Absolutely. But I'm just saying that it's some emotion. It's some emotion coming from Bronco Hall. and I think that adds a little bit of intrigue uh, for this game. All right, Ben, thank you so much, my friend, for coming on. Phenomenal as usual.
0: As always, my pleasure. And just because I am a fan of one thing, the Raiders are in first place, AFC West, And AFC, <laughs> the end.
1: Wow, congr- congratulations. <laughs> Celebrate what you can. All right, <laughs> That's right. Coming up, former BYU soccer All-American Jamie Begg joins me. And, oh, yeah, she's also the wife of former BYU quarterback coach and current Virginia quarterback coach, Jason Beck. She'll give us a scoop on how the Hoos are feeling about coming back to P-Town. This is Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean. It's an interesting feeling for fans when a former head coach and his staff who made such a big impact on the BOU program returned to town as members of another team. But how are the who's feeling coming back to Lavelle's house? Joining me now is someone who has strong ties to both schools, former BYU All-American soccer player and wife of Jason Beck, Virginia's quarterback coach, Jamie Beck. Jamie, so good to be able to talk to you again.
2: Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. Um, Just love that I'm able to have this opportunity to talk with you today.
1: Did you ever think you'd be on BYU radio? again or any Um, BYU
2: channel (laughs) honestly no I was joking with Jason last night I was like I'm actually a little nervous I don't think I've done an interview since my playing days at at BYU soccer so you know this is super fun but also a little nervous I'm a little rusty so hopefully you know this goes pretty smooth Uh, You'll be
1: amazing. And for those who don't know Jamie, she was an absolute incredible soccer player for BYU. So you need to go look up uh, some of those highlights. The fact that she is Jason's wife is just kind of an afterthought, right? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. You guys guys are like the ultimate power couple. It's so awesome. Uh, First off, how are you and your family doing?
2: We're doing great. We're enjoying all the beautiful fall colors in Charlottesville right now. Everyone is in mm. full-time school and sports mode. So we are busy and just living life, you know, till it's fullest right now.
1: How old are your boys now?
2: So the twins are six and a half and my daughter is 10. So oh lots goodness. of energy and lots of attitude from my daughter these days, but <laughs> they are also so sweet and fun. So yeah, it's a good group. Those
1: preteen girls are scary. Uh, you, you mentioned how gorgeous Virginia is. It really is such a gorgeous part of the country. I noticed you like to hike and be outdoors. What would you say is one of your favorite things about living out there?
2: Yeah, it is just honestly so beautiful out here every season. There's just something you see new every time. And, Um, Yeah, I love to be outside hiking. There's this beautiful hike I do pretty consistently. It's called Humpback Rock and you hike through the mountains and very rocky path. And at the top is this beautiful overlook of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Mm -hmm. And we try to do that, you know, a handful of times a year. um, And it's just such a good workout and it's worth it at the end to get those views.
1: Oh, I love that so much. It really is gorgeous. All right, Jamie, let's go back six years when Bronco was hired as head coach at Virginia and brought Jason and a bunch of other guys with him. What was that like for you guys to have to suddenly pick up everything and head completely on the other end of the country to the East Coast?
2: You know, the initial feeling was actual, like, surprise and shock that it was actually happening. Bronco was leaving. I mean... I think that was kept under the radar pretty good. So it was a shock to everyone to even hear that. Um, And once we kind of wrapped our heads around what was happening and we were called by Bronco to come along, uh, Jason and I's first response together was, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was no knock on BYU or wanting to leave for any reason in particular. It was just... We love Bronco. We love working for him. And it was such a great opportunity for Jason professionally and for our family to come out here and to experience a new campus, a new uh, community and a new part of the country that we had never been. And my kids were really little when we left BYU. My daughter was four and my boys were under a year. So that part was probably the hardest transition was Uh, leaving the West Coast close to family, close to friends, close to everything familiar and comfortable. And so to come out here, it really stretched us in so many ways individually and as a family to grow together and just experience this journey together. It's been incredible so far.
1: How long before... I, I can imagine that was just an incredible adventure for you guys. Like you said, everything is unfamiliar. How long before you felt like the staff and you, their families, really settled in with Whose Nation?
2: You know, I think we got pretty lucky with our situation. And if anyone's familiar with the coaching world and the job and all the ups and downs of it, you know that. People rotate through coaching jobs pretty frequently, and most of the time coaches take jobs by themselves or they only bring a couple people with them. So I think it was a really unique experience to come with basically Bronco's entire staff, all the families, all the kids, um, and to have that kind of support for such a big move. I think feeling connected and um, easy transition was was felt right away because we had each other to lean on and the community and the university embraced us immediately. They were all so excited to not only have Bronco there to, you know, kickstart their program, but to have all these families and kids, um, representing UVA, but also just bringing, uh, new energy to, to UVA. And so I think we all felt pretty connected right away. And, there wasn't any time to like, not feel, um, feel part of being a, you know, a UVA who
1: I love that so much. And, and you're right. That really is such a unique situation to be able to have so many of you traveling together to a new place. So you kind of just have this built in family. We were talking about earlier in the show, how the impact Bronco had on BYU's program and his staff was just, just immense but it was kind of hard to get to know Bronco, the guy, if that makes sense. So from your perspective, what was it about Bronco Mendenhall that made it, I guess, sort of an easy decision for you guys? I mean, obviously you're moving up to a P5 program. There's more money. There's other situations, but just about Bronco himself, what was it about him that made it an easier decision for you guys to kind of pick up your family and go?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, for me and Jason personally, um, I think knowing Bronco a little bit more from behind the scenes than a lot of fans or media get to see is we saw a side of him that was very family oriented. He's very loyal to his staff and his families and to us, the security of that and the welcoming point of him, you know, being so warm to all the families and wanting us all to go made it super easy to, to say yes and follow him. And we knew, uh, following Bronco would be a great decision both professionally for Jason and for our family.
1: Mm, I love that. And you guys mentioned that the reception from the fans has been incredible. And BYU, are sorry, not BYU, Bronco and staff really have done some incredible things at Virginia. What would you say is one of your favorite traditions uh, that the Who's have as uh, their fan base and their student section?
2: Oh, man. I mean... Game day at Scott Stadium is so much fun. Um, This is really the only game day experience my kids remember. They were so little when we were at BYU, and so they don't remember any of the games there. So this is like their home, their stadium. These are their boys on the field playing. Um, Mm -hmm. So we get so excited for home games. And at Scott Stadium, it's just electric on game day. And one of my favorite traditions is after every touchdown or field goal, everyone in the stands, um, students, families, parents, everyone puts their arms around each other and we sing the good old song. And it is just the best. Everyone embraces each other. We're as one, you know, like you said, the fourth side, we're all in this together and we sing this song and just the sense of community and belonging. And I mean, it's just incredible. And we, we finally have learned it. It took us about a good year to learn it. It's it's hard learning new fight songs and <laughs> school songs every couple of years, but we have the good old song down. And so we have a great time doing that after we score. So what
1: it, what is the town like where the University of Virginia is in? What is it big? Is it small? What's it like over there?
2: You know, I would describe Charlottesville as a big city, but kind of the small city feel. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots to do. There's like we talked about hiking and getting out tons of nature stuff, but we have a great downtown area with lots of shopping and food. Um, I mean, the homes around here are beautiful because everything's covered in trees and greenery and the community, like the actual people in Charlottesville are just good to the core. Um, That Southern hospitality, love um, acceptance and being there for you is just unmatched. I mean, moving into our neighborhood I've, you know, never met such kind giving people. Our first day in our home, I had like three different neighbors bring cookies and dinner and, you know, (laughs) offer babysitting. And it was just, the reception was unreal and it's, it's sincere and it's just, um, it's amazing to be a part of.
1: Oh, I love that so much. You guys deserve it. And and people really are incredible. I, I, I think that's how it should be. All right. Bronco was at BYU for a decade. Jason was there for two years before heading to Virginia. What's been the sentiment among Bronco and staff coming back to Provo after six years?
2: You know, just speaking off mine and Jason's conversations we've had and just kind of the general vibe around, you know, the families and stuff. I don't think there's anything but excitement and, you know, just that anticipation of game day, no matter who we were playing. But I mean, you can't deny the deep ties and roots all the staff and Bronco has to BYU. Even some of the families like, you know, that have the wives that have graduated from there. And even some of these uh, coaches, kids have gone there. So there's so many deep roots and ties to BYU. So I think, you know, you'd be lying if you said there wasn't some sentimental emotion involved with it. (laughs) But I think with Bronco and the staff, they're just so focused and professional about it that, I don't think they're going to let that get in the way and they're going to, you know, be prepared to play another game this Saturday. And I think it'll just be an amazing environment to be in. And I know they're going to get a warm welcome and be excited to, to be back at Lavelle Stadium.
1: That's awesome. And, and I wouldn't expect anything different from those particular guys that to be <laughs> as professional as possible, but I know they all have big hearts as well. So I think it's going to be a fun That's night. True. So, you're not able to make the trip, but just to even watch Virginia play BYU on TV has to be a little surreal <laughs> to watch yeah. Lavell, Edwards, you know, your guys in Virginia mm-hmm. on the field at Lavell Edwards Stadium. What, what have you been it, feeling leading up to this game?
2: Yeah, I mean, just kind of mixed emotions. It's weird, like, being an alumni from there and just having so much love for my Cougars. I always, I mean, Jason, and I always cheer for BYU obviously when we're not playing them, but we always watch BYU's games. We cheer for them. We want them to do well and to win. So, um, you know, it's obviously going to be different this Saturday. We obviously want our who's to win, but it's going to be fun to watch from home. Also hard to watch because, you know, I always want to be there to support Jason uh, in person at as many games as I can. And I just hope they, you know, enjoy the experience and enjoy the energy that they're going to feel in that stadium and bring home a win and some good memories. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: (laughs) I I love it. I love that perspective. All right. Former BYU All-American soccer player and wife of Jason Beck, Virginia's quarterback coach, Jamie Beck. Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time with me today. You are incredible.
2: Absolutely. I'm so glad I was able to join you.
1: And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Jamie Beck and Ben Bagley for coming on the show with me. You can join the Cougar Tailgate virtually, of course, every Saturday at noon Mountain Time, or download, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BOUradio.org. It's game day, baby. This is Cougar Tailgate.